Education. One, two, three and two to four. Average Joe and Joe Boo on your radio. Ready, make a podcast, so turn it up. Cause you know we about to mix it up. With music, sports, games and more. On the podcast, things you think you don't care about. Ain't nothing but a Joe thing, baby. Two guys with mics getting crazy. We picking up material daily. So don't miss an episode. Welcome back to the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About, by Average Joe's Media. Joe? Average Joe. Average Joe Boo. And our main man, Mr. Matador himself. Hey. Lead up? designer in the hoose. In the hoose? In the hoose. It's a fun way of saying house. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> I wanted to sound sophis- sophisticated today, you know, right. getting hey, mispronouncing words. And, uh, yeah, man. I want to start pronouncing words. Yeah, man. I want to get it out of the way now. Why everybody still tuning in, and getting their popcorn, sitting down? Yeah. Yeah, you want to know the one bad thing about not cutting your your goatee? Man, everything gets in it all the time. You know what I mean? I bet it does. I just took a sip of sip of drink here, and it's all down my chin. Man. It's like a little um, time machine. Not time machine. What do they call time capsule? Yeah, a little time, time capsule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, not exactly, but for later. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About. I am the Average Joe Boo. I'm the Average Joe. And we are here today with lead designer of Matador Designs, Keegan. Hi. Keegan Gonzalez. Keegan, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, sir? All good. Welcome to the man cave. Welcome to the man cave. It's uh, recently christened the man cave. Uh, yeah, um, I'm loving those bright and shiny little flashing lights back there. Yeah, it was a gift. Got a little neon. It was a gift. My daughters saw it in the Missouri, and they said, Daddy would love this. Oh. And better be careful. They were right. <laughs> so, just get that sucker hung up and figured out how to make sure I got it in the camera angle. So, I'm excited about that. I got to tell you what. we I was looking um, for some. For, I was telling you about this the other night for the boys. We're doing a little renovating of the rooms. And uh, Jack had his picked out. And it was be like a hundred, couple hundred dollars. It's like, I'm not buying you a neon sign like that. Mm-hmm. So, I set it on a brand that was like 30, 40 bucks. And his choices were a peeled banana, lips, or a llama, like an alpaca. Hmm. So I said, you know what? You're getting an alpaca if you want a neon sign in your room because it's Jack, you know? Yeah. It's so a, he's got a an neon alpaca. alpaca. It's Jacka. There you go. He had to go with his samurai Jack hair. That's fair. All right. That's fair. So, uh, Keegan, tell us what's going on with you, bud. Oh, nothing much, man. Just living life. Thankful that God gave me another day. <laughs> so. There you go. There you go. No. We should all be that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a great, great way to live your life. That's right. That's right. All right, so uh, what's new with Matador? <laughs> Dude, I'm just trying to get content out there, man. The The graphic design part is um, not necessarily flourishing because, I mean, I've just kind of taken a step back with all of everything that's been going on in the world. I mean, you know, here and there and everywhere – with my work and you know trying to figure out what's going on what are we going to do with the kid yada 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 yep so right it's i'm pretty much in the panic zone right now as far as like 
everything goes. But the main thing is, is trying to get content out there, trying yep. to get on social media and just putting stuff out there that hopefully people like. Well, and that's the thing about the content. It generally doesn't go away right. unless you take it down. So uh, right. ultimately building that portfolio is, is one of the things you really, really need to focus on. And sometimes building a portfolio takes longer. It's more, more stuff in it than other people, but Hey, you know, you got to build it however you feel necessary. Right. Well, and here's the thing, man. I mean, I, I think it's a huge testament to your skill and your and the quality work you do. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people who are, who are really trying to build a brand out there can already say, oh, yeah, I do covers for books. Right. Yeah. You know, right. my true. work is listed on Amazon and, you know, right. bestseller lists and everything, you know, mm-hmm. little books and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, not little books. They're probably big books, too. I don't know what size books they are. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got your work out there. It's published. It's in the public. You're earning money from it. And that's really the, I think, the greatest thing for, from an entrepreneurial standpoint of is when you're able to say, you know what, I got this passion. I got something I love. And, and I get to earn a little bit of money doing it, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. so someone sees enough value in my craft, mm-hmm. you know, they see it as a service and they're willing to pay me for that value that yeah. I'm adding to their brand. So, um, I think it's incredible, man. Yeah, dude, it's been great. Um, I got really excited cause you know, the with football season rolling around and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and hopefully that all the schools will come back in and, uh, we can get, when you taking pictures and stuff like that now. So, um, I'm doing a program for a football team that I did last year, a big 6A football team out in Lubbock, Texas. That's awesome. Yeah, and so um, – what What's their mascot? Is it uh, like the Tigers? Cougars, Tigers? Tigers, Tigers, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, y'all was like – Here's the only way, I, here's the only way I know that. There you go. There's some There's some of his uh, work. Yeah, yeah. So that the previous one obviously says 2019 on it. Obviously. And that's – yeah, that's the one that we did. Um, what's the, the two year. feet so um well it's probably not appropriate to speak on air oh but basically two feet down there okay bad word <laughs> okay and that's uh that was their motto so they like to put their motto on their programs mm-hmm. well you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna cheers that uh keep it clean moment you just yeah there you go there. Mm, we appreciate that so we really yeah, do you're no but um you can see the 2020 version over there, and oh, yeah, right. this is a testament to like how far I've come within the first year of just doing this. Yeah, right. you know, and it, it kind of makes me proud of myself. Yeah, um, not to gloat or toot my own horn or anything. That's what this is for, by the way. Toot your own. I understand, but when we leave, I still don't like to do <laughs> clothe yourself in humility. But right now, exactly. Yeah, but toot I'm, the horn. Toot yeah. away, man. Toot away. This is a this is an open toot zone. Right. So the 2019 version was uh, taken from inspiration from actually um, my senior year program that my mom actually did. Okay. And so she put together my senior year program, and I basically just copied it there with a little alterations and stuff like that. Use it as your muse. Yeah, yeah, for my muse, exactly. Well, we all got to start with a, with a piece of creativity in mind before we can become creative. Exactly, exactly. It's true. But so, uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna tell you. I, I love um, talk a little bit about the one next to the 2020 program, the wolf looking thing. Oh, okay. So that oh, actually, or the green and black one. Green and black one. Oh, oh okay. the green and black one. Okay. So, well, both of them are actually for two good friends of mine. Okay. Um, Bach. That's how you pronounce it. Is uh, a guy I met online uh, during my video game days. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still playing video games, but aren't we all? Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> no, but. I met him not too long ago, and um, he was like, man, I'm, I just 
I've paid guys to do logos for me and you know, I just haven't found anything good. And I was like, well, shoot, man, I'm like a halfway graphic designer. I'll make you something. There you go. And so there's that humility. Get right. rid of it. Get rid of it for the next two hours. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, he's already talking about like his video game days, let alone yeah. we haven't gotten to the fact that he's, you know, a video game guru, guru, oh. you know, owner. And uh, one of yeah, the first owner extraordinaire of first, I, I believe the first guest of our uh, of our inaugural, and it might have been the only one we've done since then. We need to do it again. Um, what squat up and square up Saturday uh, nights? Yes. Yeah, something yes. like that. Yeah. So hopefully you're going to have a much wider audience than like the the three of our kids that were watching that live <laughs> stream of video games that night. That's fair. <laughs> well, man, you know that's taking a backseat from the graphics because I mean I can make more revenue doing the graphics than I can with the video games. Right. Um, and so like I've really been trying to focus on the graphics part of it. So I've what got maybe three videos up on YouTube and that's about it. Oh. And then I kind of quit because one the developer tabled it. Yeah. You tabled it. Tabled you didn't quit. quit. You didn't quit. Okay, you I just set it aside, focus on a couple other things. Right, right. Here's the deal. You strategically paused. Yeah. Why well, you refocused your energy. It. That's a good way to put and, it. And uh, you pointed in a different direction that you felt like you had more opportunity to, to reach gains. That's right. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. But yeah. Um, so we call that so uh, average genomics. Yeah, so a couple of buddies. Um, needed, needed some help with graphic design. Exactly. Um, okay. So the Bach logo mm -hmm. is actually two logos mm -hmm. that I found on the internet that were previously made by other designers. Okay. But I kind of took away and added some things. Um Added, uh, they're a Yeti and a slime monster, I think, is what I took. Okay. So I took mm -hmm. the slime monster for the claws yep. and the eyes, and then I took the Yeti for the fur because right. I did a little research about Bach, and he's like this monster who dwells in the dark, who, you know, kind of is basically like a boogeyman. I think okay. it's like a, uh, like a Czechoslovakian boogeyman or something like that. And so. Um, Boy, I'd, I'd pay to see that movie. <laughs> that'd be Wouldn't a cool movie, all. man. Yeah. Wouldn't that'd we be, all? That'd be a cool movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love to do the research. The the background stuff, as far as going from the graphics, <laughs> is probably my favorite part. Doing the research, doing what you know people like, um, or I ask them what they like, I guess is what I should say. I ask them what they like, and then I take that and run with it and do research and fill out what might their quirks be? What's their favorite color? You know, stuff like that. So, okay. Well, no, I think that that's a testament to the work that you do. I know, you know, uh, back, back last year when mm -hmm. we got a chance to, to catch up with you and, and, and meet you and, and get to know all your, all the cool things you were doing. Mm -hmm. you, know, you played around with some stuff for us. And I think we really both commented on how much we appreciated the time and energy you put into just learning about like asking questions about like what makes us tick? What do we want? Mm -hmm. What are we about? Right. Because you know, it's really easy. I say it's easy. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there um, that like to play around with some graphics. They like to put some pictures and stuff together. Right. They love fonts, all that type right. of stuff. Uh, but their work's kind of soulless, you know what I mean? I mean, not to insult those people, but it doesn't have that, that soul behind it. Mm -hmm. They just scream. Same thing with photographers. Sometimes you can see a really beautiful picture, but it's just it's a two-dimensional picture. Right. But other times you can see a picture where somebody caught a moment. They caught an emotion. Mm -hmm. You know, And I think that's, that's a lot of what you're trying to 
to do with your work. You're trying to capture the emotion of what uh, that individual is trying to project, whether it be uh, a logo for a team or right. um, capturing, like you said, the sentiment two feet, uh, the mm-hmm. sentiment of, of that team's logo, or maybe um, you know the the feeling that the author wants you to get. Um, Correct. Yeah. You know, fr- from the book, because here's the deal: we you know we eat with our eyes. Exactly. Uh, we shop with our eyes. So um, we're, a lot of t- things aren't going to make it past the first, uh, make it into your shopping cart, whether it be physically or virtually. If it doesn't, at least look interesting. Exactly. So. Exactly. Hmm. That's good stuff, Jeff. <laughs> He's like, you stole good the words stuff. right out of my mouth. Very philosophical. Very well, philosophical. I mean. We'll jump into that momentarily. Well, here's, yeah. I mean, here's the deal. When, when you're passionate about something, it's easy to talk about. And when uh, you're passionate about, like, you know, the people, you know, hashtag support those you know. Mm-hmm. I know we had like two or three instances where we were going to come on, but you know, different right. scheduling things came up. So right. when Josh said, "Man, Keegan's coming on," I was like, "Dude, I'm so excited!" Because yeah. uh, well, we have w- tried to get him before. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fell through for whatever reason. I think yeah, you had and like a just soccer event or something like that. At the time, I'm sure I did. Probably. It was uh, yeah. pre-COVID. It was yep. uh, when normal normalcy happened. Yeah, right. Right. So. I mean, now yeah, you know, back when we were having like guests every week and we were recording every week. But, yeah, well, now know. now we we're we should be getting back to normal. Well, I think so. It's gonna be good stuff. Well, but anyway, that remains to be here. seen. Joe, oh, thanks, Joe, will put a definition on that. It is good to have you. Yeah, thanks. Thank you both. Well, I mean, here's the deal. We <laughs> we both like to put our um, our stamp, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, on uh, our, our our purviews every once in a while. You found a reason to use that word. All right. So uh, you got yourself. Okay, so I, I kind of gravitated towards what some of the things you do because I used to want to be a, uh, a cartoonist. I used to, a okay. long time ago, mm-hmm. I used to want to work, work for Disney and mm-hmm. make animation and all kinds of other stuff. And then I, then I came to the realization that... Uh, Disney's a part of the new world. I order. don't know if I could live in California, you know? And then I went to California and realized I could, but that was, you know, 20 years later. Uh, and my brother decided to be a math teacher and, and a coach. And he talked about uh, just some of the some of the, the, the good about it in terms of other jobs, you know. And you just talked to Joey. Uh, we would have done this podcast if Joey was a teacher. We would have done it in the morning. But, right. uh, but normal jobs are what they are. Mm-hmm. Summers, you get two, three months, uh, of, you know, for teaching and – uh, you get a, a week off here, two weeks off there, scattered throughout the school year. So uh, he kind of convinced me that teaching should should be a path I, I go down. Mm-hmm. I've never stopped my desire of kind of creating stuff like that and, and putting my stamp on it. I, I carry it into my garage. I was about to say, you just turned what you wanted to do into another art form. Yeah, into into woodworking and stuff. And my mm-hmm. dad was a machinist, so he taught me all kinds of tricks, ins and outs, that as a math teacher, I should have gotten in tr- like inherently – but I just never applied the math from the textbook to the real world yeah. uh, in a couple of things until he showed me. And I was like, oh, duh, I teach this to my kids. Yeah, you never and, realize when it's going to come in handy. Absolutely. And so anyways, I, I just kind of gravitate towards, towards what you do because I, used to, I was in that lane at one point in time. And, yeah. and I still kind of am in, in, in a small regard. But, uh, but that's, that's pretty cool. I like seeing some of the product you got and some of the things you did for us. Um, but speak to the, uh, the eSports Stuff, aren't you? Are you? Are you heading a team, like an esports program team, or not anymore? Okay, so um, you were. I, yeah, I was. Okay. Um, I mean, it's still up and running, and there's a Twitter and all sorts of stuff like that. But um, 
kind of like kind of like just the gaming and the YouTube. It's taking a back seat for now. Sure. Um, sure. But it's called Hellfire Esports. I think you can. The Twitter handles at We Are Hellfire. So okay. if you want to go follow that, you can. Yeah, go get it. Go yeah. get it. If you're listening to this, go get it. Yeah, there you go. Or yeah. when you're listening. You when know what I mean? Listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because here's the deal. I mean, you know, yeah. six continents. Oh, Jesus. You know, it's facts, man. Hey, he can toot his own horn. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm tooting our horn, brother. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> anyway, the. Um, the whole esports team, though, it just kind of uh, fizzled out and fizzled down. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a whole bunch of hype about it at one point. Yeah. Um, figured I would give it a try. Sure. Um, it's just, it, it's more work than static a little bit. Yeah, that's somebody's phone. Uh-oh. Whoever's, whoever's continuing to get uh, <laughs> all the notifications, that's probably, that's probably no. you. No, I mean... Either way, it was more work than, um, not necessarily what it's worth, mm. but you have to really sit down and push into that kind of area. Yeah, you like you got to dedicate yourself to, exactly. to grow that field. Uh, it's largely sponsorship-based, right? Yeah. Largely uh, event-based as well. Like you, You're generally not going to make a ton of money. Right. Uh, sitting in your garage not doing it like just exactly. playing video games you have to go out and put yourself out there and uh, join join tournaments or join events and then be relatively successful i mean right. it's the way it appears it appears to be a whole lot like uh uh just sports in general whether they be semi-pro pro exactly any of that stuff um, um any of those espn the ocho type mm-hmm. sports you know which are out there right the cornhole yeah People make money at cornhole. Oh yeah. Never thought I'd I'd really say that, you know, until Arts. when nothing was on cornhole is still on ESPN, right? <laughs> so if you're good at cornhole, if you can put a name out there that people will see regularly, they'll sponsor you. Right. Same. It's the same basic concept there, and that requires a lot of legwork. Right. And that's, I mean, this same this podcasting thing too. It's not a tournament based, but it is. It is something where we have to get out there a bunch, mm-hmm. you know. And honestly, our biggest growth happened when we were going to restaurants. Uh, we had some merchandise that we could give away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some things we could do uh, that draw drew some people in, and then it it expanded the reach quite a bit. So, right. but then school happened because that was last summer, I think, something like that. Yep. School happened, so football, soccer, COVID, like yep. bam, bam, bam. And then, uh, you know, it just kind of is what it is. But once when, once we can make this thing a, a full-time gig, mm-hmm. I think we're going to. Yeah, dude, that'd be oh, fantastic. For sure. Um, and, you know, I think the, the thing of it, too, though, is, it's just like we're talking about with COVID. Like, COVID's had ripple effects everywhere. Yep. You know, my I think one of the times we played online with my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. you know, he's been trying to get <laughs> himself. Corona. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag Rona. Uh, after effects but uh anyways uh but they uh he's trying to get uh you know himself up as a streamer mm-hmm. uh, yeah. into some competitive gaming and whatnot and, and he'd done a really great job um actually building up a big following and people were you know we're doing the donations thing he's got this really cool setup now he calls it the hive mm. but um you know again tournaments stopped they stopped having tournaments stopped having events um and then also the big thing that happened during covid is um that platform <coughs> Microsoft took their platform down. 
Um, I think I you remember heard the, I, about that. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but like everybody was on Twitch, and then they all moved to this this new platform. Oh, that's um, right, uh, Mixer. Mixer, yeah. And so he he had done that around the same time everybody else did, you know, Ninja and all those other folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he was growing big, and then boom, took it down. So you know now everybody's having to make choices. Are they going to do? You know, Facebook Watch. Are they going to do mm-hmm. YouTube? Are they going to go back to Twitch right. and try to build from there? So, I mean, I, it, I think it, there's so many ripple effects to what's happened in the last six months. Yeah, you know, yeah. whether it be jobs, hobbies, side hustles, and it's affected know. everybody. Unless you're just a hermit and you go to work and you go back home and that's yeah. it. I mean, it's affected everybody in some form or fashion. Well, everybody, sure. I think everybody's reacting to it different because to some extent. You know, different people have different circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in anything in life, uh, people have different uh, sensitivity levels to things. Um, but then also you have... Some which, of us are on super high sensitivity alert all the time. Well, I mean... Cheers to that. Uh, I mean, you know, is what it is. But uh, um, sometimes, though, you know, you got... Uh, all this information out there, which you know, we were talking about a little bit before the show. Right. Uh, we've talked about it on the show, um, as well as where it's just really hard to know like what's what. I mean, it basically seems as though the uh, the main goal or the main objective right now of, of many uh, around the world, or at least in this country, is like fear mongering. You know, so yeah. um, it's unfortunate, but I think we're going to see see a lot of changes. I know it was uh, not to get into it, but. Uh, I know it's something that Josh is wanting to to get some people over teaching wise. You know what I mean to kind of talk a little bit about the upcoming school year and stuff. But like, I think going back to school, the whole back to school in person versus virtual is really uh, forcing a much broader conversation in the country yeah. on what what's what is real and what's not, and you know what are we doing type of things. So. Right. It's right. more of a what's necessary yeah. conversation than what is not necessary. Yeah. And in reality. I'll save it for the next podcast. <laughs> but that'd be uh, a rant podcast. Teaser alert. It's it very well could be the next one. <laughs> um, but anyway, so do a little mini really. Okay, so uh, so Joe Keegan, we're talking philosophies today. Philosophies, and these are just like kind of one-liner philosophies. You know, just things to kind of live your life by. Or uh, okay, so not so like some. Aristocracy's philosophy. Maybe a one-liner yeah. from the old aristocracy, or which is that? Is that a real person? Aristotle. Aristotle. Socrates. It's okay. We put them together all the time. I put them together. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it. Bo- I've heard it both ways. Yeah. I put them together. Well, I think I, okay. So like, real he caught me off sides for sure. Um, it went right. But I think aristocracy. Right. I think that's that's a word too. Right. Yeah, it is. Of course, it's a word. Aristocracy. Yeah. Aristocracy. Yeah. Aristocracy. Yeah. What are you? What are you saying, Joe? Aristocracy. You you didn't even put an S in there. Aristocrat is yeah. is yes. the word. Yes. Aristocracy. That's Aristocracy. Yeah. 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 And that's like a that's more of a ideal type thing yeah. than anything else. An aristocrat is a type of person. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I'm saying, but I like think a bureaucrat. That, that word in, his yeah. in existence was real easy to take those other two philosophers. And yeah, at least together. you can. At least you could determine where yeah, yeah. I was going. With Aristotle, that and split them into Socrates, Plato, yeah. all those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you it's go. kind of like one of those celebrity names. Awesome. That was it's great stuff. That was an that was an excellent segue. Yeah, yeah. That's so, all we do here. So I got one to start off. Just uh, hi Debbie. This might be a this Hello, might Auntie be a Debbie. simple 
description of the differences between Joe and I. I'm just I'm just excited that we're doing this and also that you're going first with some philosophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I can't wait to hear the philosophy. Philosophy is really, philosophy's, I mean, it's pretty basic. Can convince me otherwise that it needs to be more complicated. Life is real is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. I can agree. That's fair. I can agree yeah. to that. Oh, okay. Well, wow. how about that? <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I expected more kickback from you, Joe. I expected that. No, 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 no. Life is not really simple. Life is complicated. No, because a couple episodes ago, I think we agreed to this point. There, there isn't well, a binary we the, aspect we of life, but everything of in life. When you're making a choice, there's only when, it, when you have an option in front of you. There's only two options for that choice. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's it. You got to break it down to see it, but because you can say there's 18 different choices for this this one thing, but no, there's there's a yes or a no for each of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and, yeah, but yeah. I think that's what's it interesting is though is where I think we both can agree with that statement from a philosophical standpoint. I think the reasons that we agree for it are probably going to be different. That's fair. That's I agree that life is simple just because uh, it ain't that hard to, to live. Right. right. It ain't that hard to make decisions. Right. It's not that hard to breathe. It's not that hard. There are, there are some people that have difficulty. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's not take, don't, I mean, don't I take their struggles away from them, but... <laughs> Uh, I'll make light of it, but I definitely know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, the basic things in life that you need to survive, and ain't that ain't that tough, right? Ain't that tough? Well, I mean, ain't that complicated? Well, no, I mean, I think people as as humans, I think we make oftentimes we make things vastly more complicated than they need to be. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, Ashley's uh, one of your friends, Joe. Ashley what? is one of yours. She says there there are gray areas. Thank you, Ashley. There aren't, but she I mean, does agree with you. You know, here's the deal. I mean, obviously, I don't want to put you in a bad position, Keegan. I apologize if I have. Oh, trust me, we we've had this conversation numerous I mean, times. Here's the thing, though. Uh, <laughs> clearly, out of the two of us, I I was Ashley's favorite when we met. So, <laughs> oh, well, that's... I don't know. No. Well, no. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, I, I didn't. At the time you met her, overall. Yes, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for that. I think that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain that there was a time when I was the favorite. Yeah, and that was before you left her hanging that at that dinner award banquet. The, that no. was before. That's the, yeah. That's what, that's right. That's what I was referring to. The yeah. Honor I, banquet. Yeah. Debacle. I was like, you know, yeah, I've, I've was, only I've only met her a few times. I have a brief interaction with her, but you know, I didn't. It's been. A I didn't stand her up at an award banquet. It's been a Jesus been a minute since we talked about that no i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the cheesy route yeah and uh kind of say like at the root of everything it's pretty much black and white you can you can find very very little gray area at the root of pretty much anything everything and so but it's kind of like when you're looking at a picture yeah in photoshop right so Whenever you look at a picture in Photoshop, sometimes, um, I mean, because there's like, what, thousands of colors in Photoshop? Yep. But sometimes you can definitely distinguish between the black and the white. And if you zoom in, or you can see gray. And then if you zoom in far enough, you can distinguish between the black and the white. There you go. So it's all about breaking the thing down and finding the black and white solutions well and the unfortunate thing about life and the reason it's complicated is because perspective plays a huge role in 
yeah. in people's lives. Yeah. I think the cornerstones of life are simple. You know, if you were to look at, look at from the perspective of, you know, oh, perspective, faith. huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, it's okay. Potato, like potato, potato, potato. Oh, well, that's all you got. All right. <clears throat> but um, every time we disagree, I cough. That's why I cough all the time. Um, <laughs> that's adorable. Anywho, um, I feel, <laughs> you know, if you look at this from the standpoint of, you know, faith, like faith, hope, and love, for example, you know, um, they're big things, they're dynamic things, but if you're looking at it from a standpoint of like, if those three things are, um, kind of your pillars in life. It's fairly simple, right? It's like three things. Right. Um, you know, the aspect, like what you're saying, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. The components of life, you know, food, shelter, this, that, and the other. But I think the road um, to these various different places is oftentimes complicated. And I think um, what's simple for some people can be much more complicated for others. Mm-hmm. I, think uh, you're, I think you're confusing the word complicated with the word difficult. Like some people have a harder road, but it's still not complicated. Well, I think I think a lot of these roads are complicated, and oftentimes they're complicated by other people's decisions or lack thereof. Okay. So, okay. for example, okay. when we're younger, we see everything very absolutely. You absolutely know the, how you feel about something, and there's no changing your mind. You're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. You're 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 honed in on it. This is right. This is wrong. I like this. I don't like that. You're 100% convinced of it. But time changes that hue uh, from black and white to gray is what I right. believe. Because you start understanding that everything is not as, as, as clear as you once thought it was. Mm-hmm. Because you have more context. Right. I think context is what uh, allows things to move between black and white and become gray. Because everything is not 100% wrong or everything's not 100% right. You could have a situation in your life where you think, you know what, I would never associate with someone who did this type of thing. You know, like, no way, or I would never tolerate this in a relationship, or I would never um, live in this specific condition. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Or or different things, right? Mm -hmm. But over time, you might go through them, or you might meet people who have gone through them, and you gain a different perspective. You know, Joe Boo's word of the day there. And, uh, and it's not going to be that clear anymore. It's not going to be like, this is a good person or a bad person. It's a person. Mm-hmm. So who okay. makes a good choice or a bad choice. Okay. Right. You got one, Joe? I do. I was going to. He brought this pamphlet of him. He brought a book. Well, I tell you what, this is a great book. For those of you that like quotes, I, I got a delay on my screen, so I don't know if they can see it. Okay. They can't. It's, it's right in front of your face. You're good. <laughs> yeah, good deal. Yeah, so change your life, a little book of big ideas. That's a really simple geometric concept. With line of sight. Next. I'm it's glad, not I'm that glad. complicated. No, I, I agree with you, and I'm glad that you're getting the, the the math teacher wheels are moving again. You bet. I, I got so, like three days. So I tell you what, I, I thought of you with the first one. Of course you did. You know what I mean? I was. So I thought I, I'd tee us up with the soft one. Okay, that's what I thought I did. But keep uh, going. No, I, I I don't disagree. Okay. Um, perhaps the most valuable result of all education is the ability to make yourself do the thing you have to do when it ought to be done, whether you like it or not, by Walter Baghoot. You're going to have to read that one again. I said one-liners. I didn't mean paragraphs. Keep going. Say it again. Okay. Well, I mean, depending upon the length of the line, it could be one line. Perhaps the most valuable result of all education 
is the ability to make yourself do the thing that you have to do when it ought to be done, whether you like it or not. Mm. Okay. There's a whole lot, whole lot of words in there. So I, I would summarize it in, in saying that the the greatest gift of school or the biggest underlying theme of school is not the individual, all the content that you're being, that you're learning. It's teaching you to do what you you have to do as opposed to only doing what you want to do. Yeah. Okay. I can get on board with that. You know, uh, it's teaching you how to how to work through the things. That you like, do the well, things I've you like. I've said before that school's no longer school's not about the content. School's about the the doing. School's <laughs> about the getting things done, becoming reliable, becoming uh, more self sufficient, becoming someone who can take care of himself or herself, uh, someone who can do what they have to do in order to be successful, regardless of what that thing is. See, I can agree with that context. Not so much that one. Well, so <laughs> what, what do you disagree about with with what he with what? So when I when I when I think of that context, I think of like anybody can anybody can like you hear the the phrase all the time. You can become whatever you want to be, and it's true. It's true. I mean, it, it, you set your mind to something, you put the actions in it, and you can become essentially whatever you want to be. Um, it's fair. Yeah. Just listen to Morgan Freeman and <laughs> exactly. Denzel. Exactly. Um, it's not necessarily of whether you should do this or should do that. It's Well, I think the con- I think the the comment or the statement or whatever was largely based on you growing in your own education. Okay. Your education is based on your ability to get through something regardless of your desire for it. Mm-hmm. So, um I mean, just just face it. I'm I'm not a HVAC guy, but if I went out to my my unit outside and something went wrong, uh, if I wanted to learn how to fix it, I probably would not be super excited about getting back there and working with potentially live wires and all kinds of other stuff. Right. And uh, but regardless of how much I like it, I'm going to go out there and and, fiddle, and with it. fiddle with it, try to figure it out. And my success is based on my education. My growth is based on getting through that, regardless if I liked it or not. Okay, I guess I was just seeing it in a different light. I can agree. I can yeah. agree with that light yeah. right there. So, well, what I liked about it was, and I think we might have talked about this in the past, but it reminded me of Coach Nick. Um, I had had a conversation with this uh, calculus Don, teacher. Yeah, sorry, Don is correct here. Don, school yep. is about becoming a, a good, good worker. worker. Yeah, no, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, but. Uh, but I'd, I'd done an interview with him for the school paper, partially because I was a little jaded. The only class I ever failed in life was honors or pre-AP, pre-cal. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I was really frustrated because I thought it was the stupidest thing ever. And I was like, I'm never going to use this. Why? This is the dumbest thing ever. And so in that conversation, you know, it was basically, you know, his point of view was, is it's not about the calculus. It's not about whether or not you're going to use it. Half the stuff you're going to learn in school, you might not use in your everyday life, but it's about teaching you how to learn, teaching you how to practice, teaching you how to do things, preparing you for, like Don said, for work. Get through some troublesome parts. Account- yeah, account- are you going to give up right. or are you going to persevere? Right. That's what school's about. Right. Accountability are, if you're for you're going to give schedule, up. You're going to be a terrible worker. Mm. You're going to be someone who gets fired, goes from job to job all the time because you give up too easy. Yeah. If you persevere, struggle, you may not like it. You may love it. 
in the end of it, Mm -hmm. but you're going to grow. You're going to, it's going to show a whole lot of your character, uh, and, and, or a whole lot of good character if you can persevere. Mm -hmm. But once you quit, once you give up, and that's, that's the reason why we argued so much about that phrase, uh, last week, if you listen to the end of the podcast, because, because at least I tried is, is a, is a statement that says, I'm not going to try again. Right. Like, and which means I'm quitting. Yeah. And it's a, it's a failure statement. It's a give up statement. And so anyways, and that's, that's a statement I come to a lot of times. And the reason why I attribute it largely to just a group of teenagers is because that is the time when they realize, are they going to be quitters or are mm-hmm. they going to be perseverers? Right. Which I don't know is a word, but it sounds good. Mm-hmm. And so I guess when I was in high school, I heard that a lot. Yeah. Like, and I mean, obviously you said teenagers. Yeah. Um, At but, least I tried, man. Yeah. I mean, on the football field, I heard it all the time. We would lose a game and I mean, coaches would try and be cheering us up or whatever. Hey man, at least you tried. Like you did, you got a good try and you're whatever, you know, I'm just like, get yeah. off me. I don't want to try. I want to win. Yeah. But then even if they did say that, they'd follow it up with, we got to work harder this week, getting ready for next week. Yeah. They follow it up. Generally speaking. When that statement stands alone, it's a give-up phrase, and that's what right. I think Joey and I got crossed on mm-hmm. was because he was not thinking of it as a standalone phrase. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So I was not When it's a standalone phrase, it's a give-up statement. Right. Yes. Well, so, when coupled with another jack of When it's coupled with, per, with some version of perseverance, yes, right. the event is over. We tried. Now we got to go work again. we got to do something more yeah. mm-hmm. to become successful or to earn some more, some higher level of we success. We know what we did wrong. Right. Yeah. If, so, if someone's only saying those four words mm-hmm. and that is it, I'm 100% behind Joe Boo. <clears throat> How about that? Uh-huh. It took him a week, but I got him to Yeah, No, no, I, I mean, well, that, 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 you were, conversations throughout you the week. You were right with what, right. what all the people that were All the people that were saying, dude, you were totally wrong. Yeah, commenting and stuff. But no, I mean, those four words alone, yes. But see, I'm glad you came around a little bit, too, to my end of it. Like, yes, you're acknowledging that when those four words are not by themselves... They don't 110% of the time mean... Well, but my whole argument the entire time was when you quit, like when, when that's it. When you say, at least I tried, and then that's that's all you say. And that that's was my fair. whole argument. And you kept telling me, no, no, no. And I was like, well, I mean, if you're going to... I'm going to keep trying. And I, mm-hmm. I even acknowledged that several times. But it's okay. It's okay. You got to go back and listen to that to hear that. Yep. Uh, so... To live a creative life, we must lose our fear of being wrong. 100%. I just want to let that soak in, so read that one more time. Okay. To live a creative life, we must lose our fear of being wrong. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I think that's false. I think that's bogus. Well... From what is wrong? Well, who's the author? What is wrong? I don't know. I don't care. I didn't put the author. <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, I hi. typed in Google philosophical statements and then went through the images. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. But um, I mean, from from a creative standpoint, um, if you're creating, truly creating, mm-hmm. um, whether it be art, whether it be music, yeah, you know, um, even literature, you know, it's not about being right or wrong. Right. That's correct. Which is so, why I disagree with the statement because it talks about you got to lose your fear of being wrong, which means you have this conflict of right versus wrong, right? Like, to me, if I build something in my 
in my garage, it does not matter if y'all like it. Right. It matters if I like it. Right. If I'm creating something, mm-hmm. I can be, I can live a creative life, mm-hmm. and uh, as long as I'm good with it, nobody else has to be good with it. So wrong, right doesn't even need to be involved in that. You know. Now I would say to make this correct, you must lose your fear of of like not being impressive or not uh, of like not satisfying someone else or uh, other people's opinions. You got to lose the fear of other people's opinions. No, no, I, I, I agree with that. I think that's just what this is one of the other beautiful things between this dynamic here is, is that I'm here. Like whenever, like I, I read something like that. Yeah. Like what you just, you said, well, this is what I think it should say. Yeah. Like that's how I'm interpreting what it did say. Oh, I see. You're not, you're not taking it for what the words actually are. No, you're taking it for, what because well, I'm doing. I mean, you know that I'm. I'm. You're. You're more. Huh? Can't hear you. He's paraphrasing in his head. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, I'm much a more of a figurative person. He's much more of a little literal person. Mm-hmm. So it's true. It's true. Most uh, most of the literal people are the ones that uh, are in history class and stuff like that. I like to think of myself as half Just and saying. half. Like, <laughs> I mean, if from my standpoint is like, it's not necessarily that you're losing the fear. Okay, so it's not that you won't be wrong sometimes. Yeah, because like there's literally going to be a time whenever you're not correct right, about course. something. Right. But that doesn't mean you can't be creative or live a creative life. Right. I saw that and I was like, this is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous but statement. it can also be okay with creating something that is wrong for another person. Yeah. And then going back and fixing it well, or so on and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the nature of competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people ask you to do something for them, you're probably not the only person they've asked. Right. And they're going to go with who they like. Right. And in that regard, it's also not a right versus wrong. It's a, I like this more than that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And if you lost, uh, maybe it's you Maybe you got to do away with your fear of losing. Or yes. do away with your fear of uh, <laughs> perceived success. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yep. your success is defined by you. Right. Not everybody else. Right. Yeah, you gotta, and I think that's with a, with not just creating things, but like anything in life, right? You've got to do things. You've had to do them for you. Mm-hmm. You can't do them for other. I mean, well, you're doing things for other people, but right. you got to be at the source of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What you got, Joe? All right. So well, I'm sorry. What does your book have? <sighs> well, I got two of them on this one. Okay, so this is going to kind of be a two for because they're kind of related. <sighs> so uh, the first one is from uh, one of my my favorite quote generators if you will philosophers frederick uh douglas no i'm always i'm gonna say it wrong so if i you know if i went to some fancy you, and you kind of see now maybe why i didn't put the author's name that's that's fine okay frederick I, something tr- yeah no it's frederick nietzsche okay it's not niche I, no, I think it's nietzsche okay i don't know but uh so anyway so he says even a thought even a possibility can shatter us and transform us let that one marinate that one's that was awesome I love that one. And so then here's the other one. The meaning of all things lies not in the things themselves, but in our attitudes toward them. And I'm going to butcher this one. And Antoine. Oh, you're going to go ahead and say the name. Yeah. You, don't need to, you don't need to give the credit. You gave the book. The book gives the credit. Well, I, like, I, like, I like butchering fancy names. Antoine de Saint-Expiry. So I didn't take French, so. Okay. Sa- say, say the first one again. Even a thought, even a possibility, can shatter us and transform us. It says even twice, or it's every. 
Even. Even. Even and even. Okay. That's a yeah. weird way to talk. Uh, he's a philosopher, so he's going to say things interestingly. Well, that's fair. But I think that's ridiculous. I think that first one's ridiculous. No, it's not. Dude, yes. It's, it's, it's spot on. Dude. It's the basis of fear, anxiety, and depression. I think... Which is an unarguable aspect of life. I would argue... Which is a... Which is a downfall of humanity. I'm not saying that it's it's one of the perks or one of the gold stars behind our reputation as, as humans, but I'm saying it affects every single human being I'm who saying, breathes. I'm saying you got to get out of that. That's got to become untrue in Can order for you that? to live a life that's worth it in in your own eyes. Well, yeah, but I don't think you got to get out of it. I don't think he's he's a cheerleader for it. I don't think he's a cheerleader for it, but it's a fact of life. How many times have you been completely undone because of the fear of a possibility of something? Uh, once. I only once. I would. It lingered. Argue. It lingered. Okay. But it was only. Okay. Once. Well, I'm not. I would argue it's Come. that. <laughs> if I get this, I one argue, time, Joe. One time. It's been within the past five years. I would argue it's a thought with an experience. It has to have an experience behind it, even to become a thought, doesn't it? Uh, no. No, because no, no, no. fears are generally uh, things that you haven't experienced. Yep, it's the fear of experiencing something because of what you, how you frame uh, what you anticipate that event or that thing would be based mm-hmm. upon other influences. So whether it be something that happened to a friend of you or something you saw on TV or a movie. But yeah, man. So, but I like it though because it's like the same thing with like on the same basis. That's why I think it's ridiculous. Is because that statement shouldn't be liked ever. But it's the same thing as saying like um, wars have been fought and lost over love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a true statement. You know what I mean? But it shouldn't be a philosophy in any way, shape, or form. Well, no. I think the 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 meaning behind it is to to help bring awareness. To someone about the impact of those things in your life, and so to try to um, exercise much more control over what you want to give rule to. Hmm. Do you want the possibility of something to completely ruin you? You know, or the thought of something to completely undo you. But on the flip side of that coin, because there's like a yin and a yang to everything, right? Hmm. Is there? Oh, for sure. Think about the the. Um, Think about all the things we've done because of, 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 of the thought of something or the promise of something as motivation. I mean, you're doing that personally. You're doing that professionally. You're doing that. Uh, we do that as parents with our kids. You know what I mean? Um, you know, we, we, we were we were in the mix of that as uh, as children, too. I mean, you you motivate people with promises of things to come with the idea. That's how you inspire people. But I think it's just really speaks to the mirroring mm-hmm. that uh, fear, <laughs> you know, uh, the antithesis the of inspire. Dude, I, you knew I was going to perk up on this because, you, you know, just like the first time before we got like four episodes deep into into QAnon, you know what I mean? Like when it was fun. This is good stuff, man. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So we, we've, we've, we've chopped that one up. What about the second one? Uh, I forgot what the second one was. Okay. Mr. Good. Because I feel like this is spot on with how you see things with your uh, with perception. Okay. The meaning of things lies not in the things themselves, but our attitudes towards them. 
Uh, see, I think the meaning of things lies in the things themselves. Sometimes I don't know if like you really view the world this way or if we just sometimes we try to pick the opposing sides because <laughs> it's fun to debate with each other. Okay. I mean, change my mind. I'm trying to think of, st- of what example you I want to stand outside give. of a school and have a sign on a table? Maybe. That could be a whole podcast, <laughs> like a whole new podcast show. Change my mind. It is. It is. It's Louder uh, with Crowder. Yep. Oh, that's right. Well, I mean, well, it could be. Me and my girlfriend watch him every night before we go to bed. He, I mean, he's he has some compelling arguments. He really he's does. He's very funny. He, he is clever. Clever is, is him. So, for example, I'm trying to think. Um... There are things, gestures, for example. A gesture. A gesture. So somebody could do something for someone, and that, and the meaning in it was how, how that person interpreted that, like what that meant to them. It wasn't the actual thing itself. Like flipping a bird? Oh. It's just a yeah, finger. Or, well, no, it's no. just a finger. Well, just here's finger. the thing. You know, you, when, it's just the thing that's the second. Or excuse me. There's two fingers on either side of it. That's it. Well, that's fair. That's so that's I, well, I, I feel the same way about cursing. Do you? I do. Then why do you keep it clean on this podcast, Joe? Because we're we're we're, we're professionals. We're parents, and you know we're we're good uh, members oh. of our outstanding members of our community. Really, if you think about it, <laughs> professionalism. <clears throat> we're pillars. But no, I mean we ha- we joked about this because we we actually I I kind of uh, I engage. So that's how you feel about profanity. Is that it's just a word? It's just the thing itself. Well. Here's the thing, and this will be a shout out to uh, the yield youth group. Got into a little bit of a tiff one time, an argument one day because I'd said something in some game we were playing, and I think it was to, I said shoot or something darn or or something, and uh, it was like a euphemism. Yeah, it was like whoa, uh, yes. hold on, whoa, 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 there, Kimasabi. We don't say that. We don't. No, we don't use that language. And I was like, like ah. English language. I mean, I was inappropriate at my age to be, you know, criticizing and chastising an adult, but mm-hmm. it really blew my mind. And then the basis, the argument for why you shouldn't say that is, well, you're saying that in place of this other word. Mm. And I was like, well, that's anything you say to express that emotion then. doesn't matter what it is. Right. When I get when I stub my toe, if I say apple, that's the same thing as dropping an F-bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not the word. Mm-hmm. It's the meaning of the behind the word. It's the usage of the word. When people hum... And make the mmm sound whenever they stub their toe in the dark. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's the same thing. I can, I yeah. can agree with that. Okay. I mean, so somebody so in terms some of point, words, okay. Words have meaning, so. Right. Okay. But I mean, gestures have meaning too. So, like somebody. Okay, that's nonverbal communication. So, communication has meaning. Mm-hmm. What I mean is, like, when whenever. I, I mean, I don't know if you both experienced, but when we had. Uh, when we had our children, you know, we had friends or family or church folks, you know, say, hey, you know, we want to do like a, a meal thing. Or if you've ever had somebody in your house sick, well, they, let me bring you dinner. Mm-hmm. That's going to have more meaning to some people than others. And, and it, so it's not just the fact that someone brought you a meal. Right. It, it's, it's, it's what's behind that gesture. I the guess intent. Is what I'm to say. Yeah, the intent. There you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, just kind of. A little experience of mine that I've had recently. Um, there was a guy, and I don't know. It was he's at work. We were at work, you know, and we were having a regular day, 
and we were fixing to leave because uh, we all show up and we get in work trucks and we leave. And so, um, you know, I was, I had talked with this guy, you know, had fun with this guy, laughed with this guy, whatever. And I go, you know, my son does this little thing. His arms are a little stubby, so they can't go far past his head. So I raise my hand and I'm like, hey, what's up? You know? And uh, then like, you know, five or 10 seconds later, he comes up to me. He's like, hey man, your, uh, your arm was a little slanted there. I was like, slanted? How do you mean? Like a Nazi? And he was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll mess around with that shit. He was, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, I'll mess around with that shit. And I was like, oh, well, I said it anyways. That's anyway. True. You, par- you paraphrased exactly paraphrased what he said. Exactly. No, well, he you said, yeah, he said yeah, it. Yeah. You reiterated phrased. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here's the deal. We're still keeping it clean because you yeah. were just using that as a euphemism for shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, and me and Joe are keeping it clean, so that's okay. I mean, well, hey, I you, mean. You te- continue your story. Continue your story. Anyway, um, I mean, and it, it kind of bothered me throughout most of the no, day. Man. Like, why, why would you have that intent for me to you know try and make you feel that type of way yeah or to be that kind of person like you know i'm not that kind of person me and you have sat and talked and laughed and like you know i'm nowhere near that kind of person why would you why would you say that i I had a and so it really bothered me for a lot of that day oh i bet man i bet you know i had a similar experience uh working at Mervin's with uh, something I had from our old alma mater on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a person, a family engaged with me as though I, th- I thought really weird. At the end of it, I found out uh, they were thinking I was of, of like mind. Because um, mm-hmm. to, to, you had the rebel flag on your high yeah, school ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which then, I did too. You know what I mean? And then, but yeah, but to be given like a, a card from a, from a KKK person, like, hey, you know, yeah. come to the bonfire dude no like i was livid i was like i told my manager like call the so cops say that say that statement again that's in the book that you came up with like we're, we're finally doing book club and reading poetry i should have wore a beret and snaps <laughs> um, still can be fired yeah well well we left the book down and i think i lost the page oh my gosh hold on it's not the thing itself it's our attitude towards the thing Yes, it's not the thing itself; it's the meaning we we or our attitude towards the thing that defines what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would I would argue that that's more in line with um, why we either do or don't act the way that we do towards others. So, because if you think about it realistically, the rebel flag, the swastika. All those things are literally meaningless mm-hmm. unless you perceive some meaning from them. Right. So uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put a swastika anywhere in my life that's uh, anywhere outside of a history book mm-hmm. uh, because of what other people are going to think that it means. But in all reality, it's it's just a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would say that. The way that w- I would say that that maybe needs to a little bit uh, reworking in that uh, the the perceived attitude uh, of others right is is defines the meaning or defines what we do with the thing right right like and, it, if you came up to me and me not having any idea of what average Joe's is or 
whatever, you know. If you came up to me and held this coin up and said, hey, um, you know, if you see these, don't ever take one of these because it's a terrorist organization or something like that. Right. Like, yeah. I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, I'll never pick that up in my life. Fine. Yeah. But since I know what it is, I'm like, no, you're wrong. I'm going to argue the point. Yeah. Well, so, I, I think well it, and that's where, that's where a lot of the miscommunication happens. The miscommunication happens because, because of that comment, because of that statement. Because you have a different meaning of the of the rebel flag and the taking down of Confederate statues than other people who are taking them down. Right. Right. You have you have a, a historical perspective that governs why you feel a certain way about things shouldn't be taken down, and other people have like a an oppression perspective. Right. right. Which right? I mean, we we like well, and uh, listen to me. Back, the thing is the, the thing. It's. It's Why something not? that's historical, whether it, you know, they're taking abolition statues down. And yeah. because it was during the Confederate time frame. Yeah. And, like, well, none of it really jives most of the time. Like, right. the, the, it's not a logical thought process. It's more of an emotional thought process. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's generally where the conflict resides is the meaning of the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and... and but like kind of going back to the whole black versus white and gray area um like my w- growing up i had pretty absolute feelings of what i thought about those things you know put put nearly 20 years behind you you realize meh, you know those things don't necessarily they're not the my meaning was not absolute you know what i mean there's other things out there and and i don't like i don't feel the same about a lot of this stuff anymore um but I had a similar st- thing happen uh, professionally. <clears throat> I had um, I had correspondence with somebody, uh, you know, emailing back and forth and uh, communicating day to day, and I kind of felt like a little rift forming, like something's going on. This person's seem I get a sense that they're upset with me. Mm-hmm. So finally, you know, I'm a fairly non confrontational guy, but I was like, you know, what? I just got to rip the bandaid off. So I go to the person, I'm like, hey, what's wrong? I feel like you're upset. What if I've done something? Please let me know. Mm-hmm. And they're like quit yelling at me. I don't like the, how you're talking to me. Like it's, I, I deserve respect. It's not fair for you to belittle and scream at me all the time. Um, and I was like, I'm, have you met me? Like, I've never done that before. <laughs> and they're like in your emails. And I was like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the person said, well, your emails, when you reply back to me, the font color's red. And that means you're screaming at me and you're angry. And I said, well, no, no, no. Our company colors are, are burgundy maroon. Mm-hmm. I'm a team spirit guy. I mean, you know, we, we go all in <laughs> on color schemes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, so my reply language internally was our company colors. I, that's all it meant. And she goes, well, oh, well I've, where I've come from my, my whole career, that's when someone's like yelling, cussing, screaming at you and stuff. And so I was like, wow, I, I never, never would have known that. And so, uh, just to piggyback on that, uh, with the whole having to learn virtually, now it's there's been three months of planning, right? Whereas in March, there was no planning for this. It just kind of happened. Do what you can do to, to get it done. Right. Now there's planning, and so uh, there's like uh, expectations that are uh, geared by the district. And one of them says, do not type in all caps. And I'm, I love typing in all caps. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, I don't text it like I'm mad. I don't. Right. 
I love typing in all caps just because it's a... Big letters and easy to read. Well, it's it's significantly easier to read. It's also... Uh, it's better than do, not doing the right case sensitivity. You don't have to hit the extra button. You eliminate case sensitivity. Matter of fact, I love the uh, the font option where it's uh, small caps. Yeah. Uh, and I'll do that all the time whenever I'm making a document because it is it's significantly easier to read. I love to use it on graphics no i'm the same way as you'll notice with some of our stuff it's much better that but way. we're not supposed to, like as teachers giving stuff to kids if we put it in all caps there's going to be someone taking that the wrong way so we're not supposed to do that students aren't supposed to do that in a discussion thread or whatever and generally in a discussion thread it it means you're reactionary as opposed to a, a document mm-hmm. right a document if it's in all caps probably doesn't mean you're yelling at all hundred kids right but in right. a discussion thread, you're replying to somebody else, or you're reacting to what somebody else said. So I get that, but uh, I mean, yeah, I I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna I, have to pay attention to my all caps. Well, I mean, I stopped doing it from the perspective of I. It's, I don't try to go out of my way to ever cause anybody any, any physical or emotional harm. Uh, and then I was like, well, man, this is easier mm-hmm. than running. You know, throughout my career, running into this obstacle. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Like replying back in a team color or a well, school Well, and that's color, the thing that wrong. I was saying is that other people's yep. uh, uh, attitudes towards the thing mm-hmm. is not how is, is going to be how you change what you do, not because of your own attitude towards it. I, I will tell you something interesting just as a little side footnote here. You know, we've talked about some different symbols, the rebel battle flag. We've talked about uh, the swastika, or we've referenced it. What I've always thought was interesting is um, I've, I've appreciated, I guess, the fact that the cross has is, is kind of remained untouched, for example, because that is a symbol that's been used really bad. You know, whether you had the uh, the Holy Wars. Crusades. Uh, yep. Spanish Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the KKK. Yep. Even, you know what I mean? And so it, it's... To be fair, they burned the cross. It's true. They burned it. No, no, but I'm, I'm still saying They were burning still, them. Well, I agree with you. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Sorry. He's just messing with you. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm funny. Uh, but uh, but yeah, though, I mean, but those symbols had been misused, perverted, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, from what their original meaning is, and used for horrible things. You know, right. similar to you know, I think after nine eleven, people getting a taste of 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 terrorism here, you know, yep. and there was a huge struggle for a period of time mm-hmm. where people struggled with being able to differentiate. You know, Islamic extremism and those mm-hmm. acts those people are doing are isolated from the majority of this body of folks, uh, uh, their faith. You know, I'm, so. I'm going to piggyback on yours a little bit, not intentionally, but this was my next one. Uh, the fear of judgment is the most powerful fear in the human mind. Right in, right in ties with what we're talking about. I would say, that, yeah. I yeah. would say that that is what governs my reaction to what that one says and how I kind of changed it a little bit. Yeah. Just. Uh, in, in terms no, of how I, I think that works better than like the fear. I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, the greatest fear, maybe the feel failure, but the fear of judgment that covers it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's the fear of uh, failure, the fear of rejection, the fear of everything, because yeah. it all goes You're being judged because of, yeah, because yeah. of failure, or because you didn't do something right. Or that's a good one, man. Uh, yeah. I figured you'd like that one. That one I, I, I'll put down. I didn't think you'd disagree with. And that's real big today, too. I mean, since everybody's on social media nowadays and oh, stuff like that. The, the ability to everywhere. judge is out there. Judgment's everywhere. Easy. Yep. So, that one was quick. Joe, I'm sorry I didn't give you enough time to find your next one. No, no, you're completely fine. I just... I, did you at least highlight them? Or did you just no, earmark okay, the pages? Well, so, okay, so real talk. I got up early this morning. 
because uh, uh, I need to get some and stuff done. And you forgot to do this, so you found you stumbled across this book. No, and no, like, no. Okay, this is a good substitute. I, for, I got off a little bit early, trying to put some. Well, effort you know, into the work it. hours are a little bit. They're like East Coast time now, mm-hmm. and uh, so I had plenty of time. But here's why I didn't get here. So any instead sooner. of nine to five, it's eight to four. Yeah, or sometimes okay. seven to three, whatever. Okay, depending upon how things go. But um, but anywho, so I got up early this morning, and I had plenty of time. I was going to try to get here a little bit earlier. So I sat down in the recliner, mm-hmm. and I was going to mark this up. Okay. Fell asleep. <laughs> nice. Here's the thing, though. I'm wow. just, uh, That's impressive. Shout out to afternoon naps. Oh. Shout out to afternoon so naps. So when you got here, you were refreshed. Uh, very much so. Oh, yeah, I was wow. like, dude, I'm ready. To, I can agree with those. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I, I've been dreaming of taking naps in the afternoon for a long time. That's fair. So anyway, so then. So, so then, instead of working, you were taking a nap. Yeah. Okay. No, I was after. Does work. your new company uh, people watch this or listen? To uh, I I do not know, uh, but I was. I'm off. gonna make sure they do. I'm gonna I find was, Molly or Mandy or Misty or whatever her name is. Nice. Well, anyways, I gotta tell you what though. Uh, the good news <laughs> is is that I was completely off the clay. You're so horrible. I know it. Shout out to principals. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh. <laughs> principals. Oh. Okay. Uh, Bles. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, I'll go with this one because I don't remember which one. <laughs> this must have been when I fell asleep. Yeah, you fell asleep and you were um, like, oh, this is a good one. Yeah, Maybe. You know, uh, my hand just fell on the it page. It was so good. It pa- made me pass out. Yeah, because the dogs got at the foot of the recliner and everything. And I didn't figure. have a highlight or a pen. Go figure. And I was like, do I really want to get up or do I want to try to get this yeah. nap in? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, okay. So it is only in our minds that we separate from the rest of the world. So I, I, just, I don't know. I feel like we're separating from the rest of the world right now while we're keeping it clean. <laughs> That's completely fair. Um, and this is on Facebook, not just in our minds. That is completely <laughs> fair. I'm just saying. Well, to me, so when it I originated that, in our minds, it did. So for me, when I when I hear that, what I'm hearing is. Uh, that the only really escape from reality is in our mind. Like, you know, there is no, that's the only true escape is our mindset. People oftentimes will, will, will turn to escapism through um, different bad habits or, or different addictions or uh, different experiences like, oh, I've got I've to go to this place. I've got to go to town, this, that, and the other. But in, in fact, you can, you can seek that refuge. I tell you, there was a fantastic moment. escape that I had when I was in Florida. When I was on the beach... And I'd wake up early, go sit on the beach, record some waves. Uh, I, I was escaped. Mine was I was water. physically escaped, not just mentally escaped. No, I agree. Good times. I was definitely mentally escaped yeah. as well. Here's the deal. Good times, good people, good company. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. But I'm just, good activities. I mean, dude, it's the best. Uh, so I would say that the only escape is in our minds. It's not right. So, so one of I was th- definitely escaped, but I think though that was definitely not my reality. <laughs> beach I, life. I, I want to. I'm, I'm eventually going to be living on a beach somewhere. I, I'm not because I'm of hurricanes. Living, but I'll definitely visit. But I'll visit. Yeah, yeah. Not not dealing with the whole hurricane thing. Okay. I no. I'm going to anger down. No man. I'm just going to anger down. There you go. Dude, it is. Uh, we the first time we we took a, a vacation with the kids, we went to Galveston, and then we were gonna go to San Antonio and Hurricane. So we were we were like we got caught in this like mass migration from San Antonio out. Uh, it was horrible. Huh. Like, Interesting. But, 
but the, I tell you what, though, the Outer Rings had got to San Antonio, so we, we had planned this trip for Jordan's birthday to uh, SeaWorld. So you have driven down to San Antonio and then maybe even beyond San Antonio or, or to Houston. You have actually made that trip before? Multiple times, homie. Really? Yeah, multiple wow. times. Yeah. Did you did you sleep in your own bed when you went down there, or did you have to get a hotel or a VRBO? Uh, well, I mean... Or I mean, maybe just a friend's house. Could maybe, be potentially just, just a friend's house. house. Maybe just a maybe. friend's house. Well, here's the thing. Um, but anyway, so, so SeaWorld was pretty nice because it was monsooning and nobody else was there. It's okay. I see you casting the lure, man. I'm not going to take the bait every time. Uh, that's fair. I think you did. Well, maybe a little bit. Yeah. You nibbled on it. That's fair. <laughs> I, I gave uh, it a double take. There we go, Joe. You might, uh, you might disagree with this one. Uh, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. I like that one. Oh, you agree with it. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the nature of social media right now, isn't it? Posting like, all the beautiful pictures on yeah. Instagram. I mean, hey, just look at the background of what you're watching right now. It's beautiful. Yeah. Perfect life. That was, that was a highlight reel moment. And then... I mean, of course, depending on your perspective, highlight reel could mean several different things. Right. But in this case, it's this case, I think, experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which also could mean several different things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. I got one. You got one? Are you sure you got one? Yeah. I, I got a, This is a great book. Um, it is good to have an end to journey towards, but it's the journey that matters in the end. Ursula K. Lagoon. Uh, it's a woman. I'm assuming so. Wow. I mean, I'm sure there's an Easter, Eastern European me there country nothing, that uh, You're telling Ursula's me there was nothing else she could contribute to except for that book. Dude, I, well, I mean, I, I assume, but it is 2020, so, you know. Expect the unexpected. I'm just kidding. Well, that's so what do you think about that one? Uh, I would argue uh, in favor of that, that uh, the end is really not ever approachable. Because the end generally always changes. Like once you get to whatever it is that you've perceived, it generally isn't enough. Or it's not satisfying enough or whatever. And, uh, and so the only thing that does exist is the journey to get to wherever it is that you want to be, but where you want to be generally changes. Because it changes, then all you have is the journey. Mm-hmm. So I would, I mean, I would agree with that just from the standpoint of, shirt. Uh, just from the standpoint of, I'll make it. There you go. Yep. It's just not, it's not feasible to actually, uh, to have an end result. Okay. Cause I mean, just the term end, um, Ends is going to go with my last one, but nobody has an end result. Right. Right. Everybody's, everybody has little things they want to accomplish along the way, but everybody's end result is death. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, life is the journey. It's not necessarily not the, death either. It's not the death. Not what? necessarily death either. What do you mean? Mm. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> How do you feel about Jesus? I feel good. No. <laughs> He's a fan. I am a fan. Hola, Adam. Hey. There we go. There he is. I, I missed you last time, Adam. Yeah, uh, uh, Adam, uh, you did miss the part of the conversation where we found out that Joey has traveled to South Texas <laughs> and stayed overnight. He has done it in 
the past. So it is the potential for it to happen in the future. Just saying. Probably at a friend's house. Uh, Trey. Only, tra- only if we play in Pente. We've been looking for Pente. Uh, Trey uh, uh, just kind of collaborated there with uh, with what we talked about. The end doesn't ever really exist because it always continues to change. He said, uh, once a dream is realized, it is destroyed. You know, anywho. Ooh, I like that one. So, uh, which, I mean, that goes hand in hand with what we just said, I believe. Right. Yeah. So, uh, what you got next, Joe? Give me something better. Nobody cares if you can't dance well. Just get up and dance. What's that from? Dave Barry. I don't know who it is, but boom, man. Nobody cares how well you can dance. Just get up and dance. Sounds like a grease knockoff. It really does. <laughs> I was thinking more, or, I think uh, more like dirty foot dancing. Loose. Footloose, man. Ah, it could have been. Yeah, Footloose. Or Footloose, yeah. yeah. That's probably the character's name in Footloose. Private character. Yeah. So what they, you got about about, they got about four pages into these quotes and like, we are running out of ideas. <laughs> Let's watch some movies. There you go. Really good book there, Joe. Yeah, what's really good. what's prolific here? What can I what can I say? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, hey, what did we do when we started this podcast? Did we have all this equipment that we have now? No, oh. nobody. Listen, nobody cared when they started listening to us. Nobody cared that it was it wasn't like uh, mics with mixers and all this other stuff. Well, no, I thought you liked that. We just one. got up and dan- we just got up and started talking. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I I've, that's I kind of thought of you in that one because that was really the premise, and I. Struggled. It's exactly the premise. I struggled in the beginning. Just turn the camera on. Just turn yeah. the mic on and and yeah. go. Yep. Yeah, because your your infinite words of wisdom were, dude. Who cares? That's it, right. Who cares? As long honest. as we do this for us, it doesn't matter what anybody right. else. This says. is not. This is not being done for anyone specifically, other no, than you. It's our. That's our thing. That's right. And if we end up being ridiculously successful on it, rich on happy an day. Yep. Right. I mean, fantastic. Who. Who could ask for anything more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be honest. I've, I've definitely had a uh, uh, some issues with that quote. <laughs> getting up and dancing. Of just getting up and doing it. Just man. yeah, like, just just turn the on switch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. one of those people. Well, the thing about that is that you can spend all your time figuring out reasons why not to. Right. It only really requires one reason why to. Mm-hmm. You know why to get going and. Uh, and if you can't come up with that reason why to get going, then you you just never will. It'll be a stalemate, or it'll mm-hmm. be a, a, a never-ending cycle of of talking yourself out of something. Right. Uh, because uh, I think there's a there's a quote. Um, uh, Thomas Edison discovered uh, two thousand ways how not to make a light bulb. Mm-hmm. He only needed one for it to work. Right. Right. So, uh, and I, I'm paraphrasing that. It, uh, I think it's from National Treasure, but, uh, but I mean, it. it Listen, it, dude, if you can't, I mean, it stands true. I mean, if you have something going on, you can find a ton of reasons, yeah. or a ton of things that are unsuccessful, or things that don't work, or reasons why you shouldn't. Right. All you really need is that one to get you moving. Yep. Well, I gotta tell you, I was, you know, you, you think about. <laughs> well, he said, anywho, so I had to. Uh, but anyways, um, anywho, we digress, Adam. Um, you know, I, with some of the stuff going on earlier in the year, me trying to make some decisions on on career paths, and also just dealing with with other you know personal things. 
Uh, I was really kind of inspired by my brother, man. You know, Jonathan with his business he started. You oh, know, yeah. he just he he. It took him a minute to get going, but he just kind of said he stepped out. You know, yeah. and and uh, even likewise with uh, our friends from uh, Nortex. Yeah, huge they, leap of faith, John Jacobus. Exactly. Yeah, I mean he look uh, what he's doing. So he was with Keller, uh, with Williams Real Estate, Real Estate yep. and Construction, and just one day was like, I could do this, I could well, do this, and he's doing it. I mean, Lance. Lance. Um, yeah, I'd uh, like to meet them again. Great people. Yeah, I mean, great people. Gotta, I mean, they look like fantastic people. I mean, uh, I mean, she even like well, pretty much like what like everybody that Rachel with her with her yeah. me- social media stuff. But look uh, all the people that John's having on his marketing. show to to John Jacobus podcast. Oh, she's doing marketing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing oh, uh, social media marketing t- type stuff. Uh, I think That's it's called cool. S'more. Yeah, you marketing should, or something dude, like that. Dude, you should talk I'll to definitely her. Definitely hit her up. Man, it's cool. it's really great, and, and again, it's one of those things bootstrapping it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it takes a village, you yeah. know. And all these stories, we, we we everybody tell you it takes a takes a village. Shout out to the Hodge yeah. twins. Shout out to the Hodge twins. Man, but, every um, time they come out with a new video, I'm watching. It. Oh yeah, but uh, but I even saw a uh, you know a post from uh, your your former best man. He just took a big leap too, man. He's uh, he's he's leaving that. Uh, Kyle? Yeah, man, he's CEO of a company now. He's trying to get, become a business owner. That's cool. Is he? What's yeah. the business? Maybe it's, he needs a podcast to represent might. him. He might. He might. We got. We got to be. I mean, we're gonna have to step our game up because you know, uh, John. John's. John's hitting the market hard, <laughs> hard and heavy. He's, Is he? He's, he's no. I, he's getting good stuff. I'm just saying. What are you I, talking about? No, I mean with selling houses. No, I'm talking about talking with about podcast John? guest. Oh, oh, because yeah, started saying, with us. Well, no, I'm I'm saying, but he's getting a lot of good people. Like we, I mean, like as far as guests goes, and people looking for some podcast promotion, we should be like hitting him up for his guest list. Yeah. It's, it's been pretty nice lately. Has it? Yeah, I mean, okay. he's got a lot of a lot of good people on there. That's true. John has a John has a very very large circle, and John was very. I think John. I don't think he was intentionally strategic. But maybe he was. Growing up, he 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 never like found an enemy. You know, nope. he he befriended almost everybody. I'm sure there was a couple that uh, when they crossed paths, he was like meh. But generally speaking, he befriended most of the people that he well, he ran in, into, and and he was likable. He was a likable guy. He's still a likable guy. And so in high school, his friend base was very very large. Well, no, I mean I think so he was, kudos to him. And it's but that's the other thing is that his friend base still. Yeah, it's it's very very similar to what it was like. They stayed pretty tight uh, for twenty years. Wow. Well, the thing of it is, fun note: having a deja vu moment. So that's always a plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, something's good going on. I hope so. Um, but I was going to say, no, the dude's genuine, man. Yeah, he really. And, is. and when he says he's going to step up, he steps up. And so, and Trey says, John Jacobus <laughs> is the man we should all aspire to be. There you go. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. I can't. I, I can't either. Uh, we, matter of fact, I'm thinking of a Trey Scott, John Jacobus guest spot yes. for a, a podcast coming up. Maybe season five, episode one. I'm thinking. Kick off the new season, which uh, I mean, I'm anticipating coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, or, you know, and, and who knows? I mean, here's the other thing, too. We need to coordinate with Superfan. Yeah. I got to figure, is this like an yeah. in-ground or above-ground jacuzzi? How big is it? Are we going to fill the tub? Yeah. Or is it just going to be some uh, good old okay, Joe, yeah, and, uh, Joe and Moyer time? I yeah. don't know. Things to come. Uh, season four finale, a jacuzzi episode. Yep. We'll be recording from 
from the hot tub. Hot tub time machine episode. It's gonna be wow. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be incredible. I don't know how we're gonna pull it off. I don't know. I mean, and and we're gonna spend all day over at Chris's house setting up and making sure the internet is connected adequately. Yeah. I mean, it might end up being on our iPhones in a pool. I don't know yet, but we're gonna call it hot tub time machine. Definitely not gonna be on our jacuzzi with the Joes. That's right. (laughs) Jacuzzi with the Joes. Cup of Joe and and a jacuzzi. And we gotta find some like satin ropes to come out in. That's right. That's right. Ah. Well, the, the honor. Trey says the honor would be all his. Boom. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, there's great things happening if you can get John Jacobus and Trey I mean, Scott. I mean, all I'm saying is that's like a potential, uh, like all star. Uh, oh man, ballot uh, from what was it? Uh, the 2000 uh, basketball team, basketball, yeah. the JV basketball squads. That's what I'm saying it's a highlight reel, <laughs> right there. I also think that hey, we, John. I want to. I also want to like, and if we ever get really good at remote, and we have them on, I think we need to find. Uh, we need to go to a high school gymnasium. Okay. And I want to see if uh, if Trey can still get the volleyball from across the building. Oh, there's no question about that. I know. I mean, there's no question. He's, he's, he could. He's a beast of a man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's fair. I need so, to meet he's Trey, probably he's probably thrown him. middle school kids. I bet he up has. there. Yes. Yeah. Trey's great. He's yeah. uh, he he's he's incredible, man. He's super, just awesome, and well, and, I mean, and all in all manners, educator, administrator, friend, uh, scholar. Anybody that's great to y'all, man. He's, I'd love uh, to meet. So yeah, well, that's that's fair. That's fair. That is. That's I, I'd like fair. to think we have a pretty good sense of uh, a judge of character. Yeah, there you go. I, I mean, like to think we do. You're sitting there for a reason. <laughs> Could be a bad reason, you never know. No, we'll, <laughs> no, no, we, we'll, we, we'll we'll keep you apprised. We only we, we, we only bring on the cream of the crop, the best, the best here go. in Average Joe's Media. That's right. Except exactly. no, except no substitutes or imitations. That's right. Okay, so uh, speaking of uh, no substitutes or imitations, here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, once you lose that sense of wonder at being alive, you're pretty much on the way out. Ooh. That's a heavy hitter. That's a that's a real heavy hitter. You know, I I've had multiple conversations with individuals um, who were getting clo- de- debating on whether or not they should retire. Got chills. And um, you're welcome. Te- well, no, I mean deja vu <laughs> chills. I mean, go buy a scratch off, guys. You know, we're we're gonna win tonight. Mm-hmm. But um, but you know, they they said something along those lines, like you know, you say, like, hey, are you thinking about retiring or take? You know, what are you putting on doing? Is no, I'm gonna have to work because if I don't work. That's when I think things are going to take a downturn. That's right. when I, I think uh, things will catch up because, you know, they might see other people they know and this, that, and the other. And so, you know, staying actively involved in something that you're passionate about, mm-hmm. uh, making yourself responsible for things bigger than yourself. Dude, that's that why I'm hoping this young. podcast lasts until we draw our last breath. Because. Oh, no doubt. I mean. Yeah. No doubt. If, I mean, this to me is what will prolong our life. Yeah. This, I mean, right this is our legacy. It really well. It can be our legacy regardless of us still being alive. <laughs> but I mean, could, whenever we sit down, we have a sense of purpose. We're trying to get a conversation. Well, out here's there. the deal: if if when that comes, uh, they're still doing slideshows at funeral. We've made their job pretty easy. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I mean, We're gonna have the longest funerals. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna play like all ten thousand episodes. That's right. You are not allowed to leave. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No bathroom breaks. That's right. No, well. <laughs> no, we we, 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 we take bath. Just waiting to go to the bathroom. Shout out to Crohn's. We'll give them a bunch of five-gallon buckets. <laughs> or, 
Or just wait and use the bathroom when we've gone on the bathroom live. Yeah, that's yeah. There you, there you go. go. Whenever we play a whenever <laughs> we play a video. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of videos, have y'all seen the video uh, of the doctors in D.C. talking about uh, talking about COVID and and everything and and the lead doctors a, and opening up school and stuff? Man, uh, that's being taken down. Yeah, big yeah. like with the quickness. I heard that the band out video. If you want to watch it, it's it's on the top maybe five links. Well, I heard that the doctor in Houston has they've they've come out that some of the stuff she's saying has been proven as false. Well, it can't be proven as false when she was specifically and only talking about her own cases. That's fair. If if she, I mean, and that's all she was doing was talking about this, and she said she was going to continue it, and she was also saying that if it's working a hundred percent of my patients, yeah, then it's a valid form of treatment mm-hmm. so it, it doesn't have to be the only one right right but and because everybody reacts to a medication differently right. right i had morphine whenever i had my surgery and it i could not sleep i got I had hiccup fits for 20 minutes straight i had and it was a stomach surgery so just imagine hiccuping when your stomach's trying to yeah, heal suck. from being oh, cut be open. horrible uh and then they put me on uh they put me on one other uh, a different medication a different pain medication i forget what it's called uh, but it put me to sleep almost instantly. I got 12 hours. They woke me up. They changed my medicine. They changed the bandage or something like that. Mm-hmm. They put another round in of that medication. I slept for another 12 hours. I nearly slept for 24 hours straight on this new medication because I hadn't slept for basically 36 hours. I mean, there was a, an hour or two stretch where I'd catch a couple of Z's. Right. Can I get but, the name of that medication? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, there's uh, <laughs> there's a some. well there's a prescription uh-huh. that I never use. Yeah. I filled it just in case, but I never used it when I got home. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. The first three days I couldn't get up and walk. I was on morphine. It was making me shaky. I looked like I was having some kind of withdrawals to this medication, hmm. uh, to the pain mm-hmm. that medication they were giving me. And then uh, and they put me on this other one on the fourth day. And after I got some sleep, I I like stood up, walked, uh, and they were like, "Are you are you doing okay? You haven't walked in three days." I was like, "Yeah, let's go for another lap. Let's do it." Woo. And uh, and I was, I mean, I was rested, and I just reacted well, poorly you, you to morphine. Were, you were altered when we talked, for sure. What do you mean? No, I mean, you could definitely like when you're talking about like the in and out of it, and when you were kind of having the weird reactions to it. I'm saying you could tell a difference. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I was well. First was I was angry and in pain. Yeah. When I was on the most powerful pain medication that apparently exists. I was in more pain because it didn't affect anything. Anyways, but no, I, mean, I had that thing uh, when they started me on that uh, metformin, that that metformin, and they gave me an antibiotic for something, and it had it reacted. I was like one in like point zero zero one percent of people that had that reaction, and like my blood sugar completely bottomed out. Yeah, but that's all I'm saying is that some people that 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 drug that starts with an R, that's the op, that's the opposed drug to hydroxychloroquine. Some people that's going to work for. And but some people the hydroxychloroquine. I thought it was. I mean, it just said it was a malaria drug, but I recently saw one of uh, our, our common folks from the church commented that they've been taking it for like fifteen years because of lupus. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a very common. It's a very common drug. Uh, it's because and it's cheap, and that's the reason why it's. That's one of the big reasons why it's yeah. being shut down is because it's very yeah. inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And nobody was, can make money off of it. Right. I mean, nobody wants to push what they're not going to make money on. Right. And plus, they can't control supply and demand because it's just abundantly everywhere. It's fair. Um, fair but speaking of some news things, real quick, just because you know we're talking about them, I haven't got to do a lot of research on them yet. But I saw something along the lines of 
supposedly Trump is trying to move the election now, and like people are losing their their business. But I don't think he actually said that. Or is did he business say that? a euphemism? Losing their shoot? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. You're talking about that Twitter post? He's trying to move the election from November 3rd to November something else or to another date altogether. I think he said he was going to postpone it a month or something like that. That's what they said that he was saying. But let yeah, me, well, I mean, I saw one that said, like, Trump wants to cancel election. You know? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Let me yeah. see if I you can You got your extremes. You got your extremes. Yeah. But anyways. Because I, I remember looking at the notification whenever that tweet came out. So let me, let me see. Can he I, do that? Um, no, he can't. I, I don't think he can. Do you have empirical evidence that backs that up? Well, no, I'm going to take a step backwards. Constitutionally, that's not under his authority. Uh, The election can only be changed or modified by Congress. But I'm not saying he couldn't. I mean, in there there the power of the executive order? No, the executive order wouldn't extend to that. Executive orders are are outside of, like, uh, ordering things within the government body itself. I think uh, he can only do temporary things. This would be temporary. It would be for this year no, but only because like, of the COVID. No, executive orders like when Obama wanted to have a national minimum wage raise um, consistently across like a living wage across all the states, it didn't happen. But what he could do is he did an executive order that raised the minimum wage for all federal employees. So a lot of the... Um, but that wasn't temporary. That was long-lasting. Right, unless someone... Unless there was another order that revoked or took it down. Right. Or I think a check and balance with Congress is like they can override with a majority some mm-hmm. of those executive orders. That's true. Um that's fair. I mean I yeah. teach math for a reason. I can't I can't keep up with all this all this government stuff. Do you know what I think people should do though? Um well actually they probably shouldn't because they probably would some people would probably be offended. But Disney Plus has all the old schoolhouse rocks. Oh. So I was showing the kids the how to make a bill a bill. Nice. But it was kind of funny. When were you showing them this? A couple weeks ago. So you made them sit down and watch Schoolhouse Rock? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, first of all, you're nearly 15-year-old twins. I didn't really make them as much as I was like, hey, guys, you want to watch this? And like five seconds, they're like, we're out, Dad. Uh Okay. So they were out. (laughs) They, They didn't care too much for it. No. It impeded too much of their Fortnite and... Uh, Rocket well, I, League. I tell you what, though, a lot of things have changed though, on the home front. So Grace and, and and Jordan are very much about like in Ethan times. They're like, Dad, you know, get off the computer, get off the game, let's go watch a movie, let's go do something, which is nice. I don't know if he took it wow. down or not. But. Jack's become a little bit of a hermit. Shout out to Jack. Try to get him out the out of the house today. He said he was going to pass. Catch up on the old D's. But uh, but if you go back and look at it, it, it is interesting because with all the the talk and all the things, what is true history, what is not true history. Mm-hmm. Um, the how they represented uh, the Pilgrims and Christopher Columbus versus like if you were to watch that just that segment of it on Schoolhouse Rock from then versus the day in, in which we're living in now, uh, it's, it's vastly different. It's That's pretty. Fair. It's pretty interesting. I'm surprised Disney's been allowed to keep it up. Shout out to cancel culture. Ugh. Last episode of Average Joe's Media. That's right. Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Things you think you don't care about. Episode twenty one. Yeah, you know it's it's crazy that um, I was talking to a couple of friends of mine, and they're they're watching this new show on was it Hulu? I think it's Hulu. Um, it's called The Sun, and it's about like the first son of Texas, and it's apparently like you know uh, you know natives and 
people who were trying to take territory, fighting, yada, 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 Texas people fighting. And somehow the parents get killed and Indians take the young boy. Natives. Huh? Indigenous people, dude. Come on. Oh, okay. Just kidding. <laughs> Native Americans. Either way, they take him as a slave. And, you know, he's being mm. treated as a slave. And this is the one with Pierce Bronson? I have no idea. I didn't mm. I didn't watch much of the episode before I fell asleep. Not a ball. But um I mean they take him as a slave and then um he's being bossed around by the women of the tribe. You know, because he's a slave, the women mm. are typically there while the men out are hunting and whatever. And so he's being bossed around and they're beating up on him and stuff like that and then He's uh, was ta- I guess talking to like the chief and the chief was like, well, why don't you do something about it? And then he was like, well, I I can do that. <laughs> and she was you know hitting on him, beating on him, I guess, and he punched her out. Huh. And somehow he got integrated into the men of the tribe, and that's how domestic violence was born. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. It's fair. Um, no, but the thing is, like, there there's an argument of, you know, slaves and all that. Well, I mean, like, slavery's been around for I don't know how long. Um, there's also, I mean, sla- there in some places, Everybody, slavery still exists. Yeah, exactly. In some capacity, so. But uh, I mean, but every it's the argument is the argument is a slave uh, once or once a time or not, you know. Yeah, the argument about the existence of slavery, whether it be now or then or, or whatever, right. is is a lot less about the act as opposed to the relevance mm-hmm. of it in someone's life or in someone's family or history or whatever. Right. Uh, because the fact or the potential that there are people used as uh, slaves now in places that we cannot relate to um, – that doesn't resonate with people a lot of people it does with some but now uh you know in this country this is where i'm from these are my ancestors etc you know the lens is different Mm -hmm. and so and you know trying trying to deflate the argument about slavery Mm -hmm. um and how passionate you should be about it um is it's really just a, a way to sidestep something Mm -hmm. uh and it's also another way that that causes most of the conflict is we we get into a a a system where we we don't communicate effectively well that's because that's because people don't feel heard Mm -hmm. or feel like they have the the platform to speak Mm -hmm. because they're being shut down or because they're being uh deflated Mm -hmm. you know their their thoughts and their their feelings emotions are being deflated so uh, more communication the better i think i mean i I think the the thing that people people tend to get caught up on certain aspects of an argument or a certain part of a statement Mm -hmm. and and i think i think i think the issue of slavery in america is very relevant um from the standpoint of uh, the source of, if you will, or the the beginnings of of, of generational oppression of a population. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at some of what happened uh, in the early in the early America in certain of the northeastern areas where you have um, 
you had mass migrations of other populations, whether it be Italians or the Irish, mm-hmm. or, or look at what happened with uh, the Chinese and Japanese people from Asia right. coming over um, and basically, you know, being enslaved to the railroad and whatnot. Um, I, I think you have certain takes on that, and and we're very honed in on that from this perspective, you know. Right. Whereas, you know, Israel takes their stance mm-hmm. very aggressively to anybody because for them they're like okay cool we were we're the ogs of oppression here you know like literally since the beginning of time you know we've been passed around every great empire um and and this that and the other but you know you look at uh you look at great britain Mm -hmm. i mean you look at what they were doing to to scotland Mm -hmm. to ireland and then you even look in ireland the split between north and south ireland you had the catholics and the protestants right right um and what they've done to each other um, I think there's, but you had the, the Sunnis and the Shiites mm-hmm. in parts of the Middle East. You have talks in China right now to where they are, and this has been happening in Asia for a while now, um, different countries. They're basically committing mass genocide right now, similar to what happened uh, in uh, Kosovo, you know, uh, back in the, was it was Kosovo in the 80s or the 90s, Bosnia? Something like that. Chechnya, all that. Around I think it was maybe area. the 90s. Late 80s, early 90s, maybe. They're still... The sad thing is, and this is not to take away from any argument that's relevant of what's happening in our country at this time, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it's something you know um, we spoke about in the past. I, I hope, my, my hope, my prayer is that in addition to writing these wrongs physically in front of us, mm-hmm. as a society, if we're ready to become passionate about writing wrongs, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, we're going to be able to take some of this energy, some of this financial backing, uh, some of this movement, and and mm-hmm. try to root it out in other places because it's right. um, super sad, man. Mm-hmm. You know, just the I, whole thing. I agree. Um, now, there are those people that want to push... Agendas. The, uh, agendas. Yeah. But they want to push too much... Um, Right, or too much writing the wrong, I guess. I don't yeah, know they're, really they're trying that. to overcorrect the issue. Overcorrect, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's when that's when the whole cancel culture thing uh, becomes insane. Yeah, and we that's where about, it starts to bother me. Is well, like we talked about Paw Patrol being canceled off yeah. TV because there is a dog dressed as a police officer, and everybody wants to defund the police yeah. because of I remember whatever reasons, on social but... Media, saying get chase off the case or something yeah like and that. like what like what is <laughs> yeah. the point of that i mean you defund i mean you take off paw patrol that means you also lose the fireman you lose the the park ranger you lose all these other things that are mm-hmm. uh not talked bad about or right. not wanting to be canceled but you're canceling all these other ones mm-hmm. anyways it's just ridiculous well i mean opinion. here's the thing we've talked about this i think a couple of times here even humans are very much ridiculous. uh but we are ridiculous. But we're very prone to extremism. That's fair. And uh, here's your random average Joe reference okay. for for the episode. Oh, okay. Um, I, I've been maybe it's just because I've been noticing it more. We've talked about the whole uh, godly was it was it Operation Paperclip or Thunderbolt or whatever, where the CIA uh, infiltrated uh, Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Yep. One of those. Something like that. Josh is going to watch this and get all over us because we yeah. said it wrong. But uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, I've been noticing some good messaging, or maybe I'm, I'm picking up on some undertones that don't seem all progressively left or radical, you know, or like, wow, good old boy, far extreme, you know what I mean, conservative. Um, 
But I was watching the new Transformers. <clears throat> Horrible, by the way. I didn't God think so. awful. Horrible. I think. Well, here's the deal. Maybe, maybe, it's maybe. It's 24 minutes because they talk like I this. I was not. Well, here's the deal. Megatron was pretty good. Single sentence. Megatron was pretty good, but I really think they butchered Optimus Prime. I'll be I honest with you. I think they butchered it all, man. It's horrible. I like the throwback to the 80 designs, though. Oh, okay. Okay. Make and a not, poster. And I don't really Make like Bumblebee. I don't like Bumblebee's origin either on this, but. I like the first one. Regardless, um, some of the, how they were talking, exploring um, the the uh, Decepticons and and the Autobots. Oh, you're really you're going full tilt in this example. Well, no, but it, I, it was all. yeah, yeah. No, seriously. we digressed. Yeah, we digressed. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was it was kind of like some beautiful undertones there because it talked about you know the Decepticons how they 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 moved from this point to this point because of how they were basically brought up and how they were predetermined and mm-hmm. what they went through. And then you had some other folks that were like, yeah, but we, we, we fought together for this. And they're like, yeah, but you'll never know because you didn't come from what I came from. And then you got these other Autobots and this is auto, this is transformers guys, you know, and then the other transformer guys like, well, you don't know what I'm about. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then you start seeing basically these people stop picking sides because they're like, well, outside of being right or wrong, we're fighting for like our, our people, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not the extinction of one group right? Uh, or one faction. So anyways, I just thought for it being the Transformers, I thought it was very, uh, very in touch with some of the things that are going on. And that's the crazy thing about some of this. Um, these things were written years ago. Right. You know what I mean? They've been in production for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, All comic series and everything. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I mean, people like to criticize comics. Uh, oh, I love But you know what I mean? But I, I think comics, <laughs> comics, graphic novels, as well as a lot of, uh, uh, of of content being created on the on the onus of superheroes and, 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 and toys and stuff. I mean, here's the deal. I think the 80s and the 90s produced some pretty incredible people. And they're using that uh, that as their medium to try to, to, you know, share how they view the world and, yeah. and pass on their words of wisdom, their philosophy, if you will. So here's the thing. If you can get philosophy... For the Transformers, sign me up. <laughs> well, speaking of, speaking of ways to, or things to live your life by, ladies and gentlemen, we really do appreciate you joining us tonight. We uh, do. Uh, Keegan, thank you. Yeah. Anytime. Lead designer of Matador Designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, we, we, just, we appreciate what you've done for us in the past. We appreciate the potential uh, that, that we could have from you in the future and anything we could do for you as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll have to do this again. Absolutely. Um, and you know, there's just, there's so many things that you could live your life by. And, uh, the hardest part about it is figuring out what that is. Right. Figuring out what you really either believe in or, or, uh, subscribe to or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the podcast things you think you don't care about by average Joe's media. You can find us on all podcasting platforms, social media platforms, and you know what? Even YouTube, we're trying to make that splash in there yeah. as well. Uh, but you know what? When we're in between episodes, if you haven't gone to check out Highly Unapologetic or Top of the Dude Chain, you need to go check out Highly Unapologetic, the podcast, and the podcast Top of the Dude Chain. As well as John Jacobus. Ah, yes. You also need to go check out a Jacobus podcast. As a well. Jacobus podcast. Absolutely. You're missing out. Realtor of the stars. It. That's right. I mean, so whenever you're not listening to us, Make sure you're tuning into them because they have 
they have gems. They have things you need gyms. to listen to. And uh, and if you're not, if you don't do it, you're just you're missing out. Well, I'm salivating at the pizza party episode. <laughs> that, uh, that, uh, oh, Adam, yeah, talking about apologetic. food. So yeah. okay, so a little backstory that that episode happened once before, but the audio was terrible, or uh, or he forgot to press record, they or something it. like yeah. that, and it just uh, it just never made it to air. So they're they're going back trying to do it again. I believe that's the the backstory i'm sure adam will uh will correct me if i'm wrong but uh uh, i'm looking forward to it he said it was uh he said it was pretty much uh one of the best episodes he felt like they had ever done and then just for it not to ever happen um you know it was a little disappointing but uh and and at any rate at any rate if uh if you have the time Subscribe, listen, share, like their podcast as well. Uh, <laughs> also, guys, if um, if any of you, any of the viewers, any anybody that you know or anything like that, I mean, a little shameless plug here. Yeah, no, get <sighs> it. Oh, no, you're That's good. You were, the the yeah, signal yeah. was I, great. I, I thought, thought something was wrong. Like, oh, something no. Trump just moved the election, you know, or something, because <laughs> you've been looking like, yeah. like, no, dude, something bad's fixing to happen. Well, so, no, you that's gotta, I fine. mean, you got a toddler, so, I mean, I was thinking maybe you were like, I got to get. Yeah. You know, I just got a message that something bad happened. So, yeah, no. I'm glad you're just shamelessly plugging. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's literally what we're here for. That's all yeah. we're here for. No, but if any if anybody that's viewing this or if you know anybody or anything, please have them uh, send me an email at matadorgraphicdesigns at gmail.com. So yep. M-A-T-A-D-O-R graphic, no S, designs with an S at gmail.com. Okay, absolutely. If you have any of that need, definitely shout out. If we know anybody that will, we'll send them your way All right. for sure. Cool. Uh, Most definitely. But, you know, hey, guys, until next time, I'm the Average Joe Boo. I'm the average Joe wishing you your best journey telling you to keep finding philosophy in life. One, two, three, and two to four. Average Joe and Joe Boo on your radio. Ready, make a podcast, so turn it up. Cause you know we about to mix it up With music, sports, games and more On the podcast things you think you don't care about Ain't nothing but a Joe thing, baby Two guys with mics getting crazy We picking up material daily So don't miss an episode